This is riveting. Find more at riveting.fm. I'm Morgan, and I'm a publicist. I'm Linda, and I'm a writer-editor. This is... Drink! Drink! Drunk! It's like a reflect... I I can't... I'm too drunk to talk about it now, but it's like reflexive. (laughs) And this is another thing that gets on my nerves, and it's super specific. (laughs) Oh my god. Like putting that lubrication on, like, listen, we're about to go from text to a link. A grammar show with With a a drinking problem. problem. Guys, when you think presidential executive order, you think like war. Mm-hmm. You think like corruption. Corruption. No, you think <laughs> like passing a, a a law of the land that's going to change. I don't know why I didn't. All fifty that. states. Linda, <laughs> just sounded like you were drinking toilet water. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, it's so loud. I'm sorry. God, why is he back on the show? <laughs> um, popular demand. <laughs> two people's not popular. Okay. So I'm reading a USA Today story that I just thought was soups interesting about executive orders. And this is Obama's executive orders you never hear about. And this is coming up because recently Obama signed an executive order to allow the Peace Corps to change their logo, hmm. which who knew that that required that needs an executive approval yeah. from the President of the United States of Is America. Is it like design approval? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. He's like, do you have another uh, version in What blue? Pantone is that? Yeah. What so, if it's on black and white? <laughs> well, that's scale to a bus. <laughs> So I guess uh, the number of executive orders a president signed, sometimes their opponents will trot out as like, oh my gosh, have you seen how many or how few, like depending on what they think and use it against them and say like, oh, they're power hungry or oh, they're doing nothing. Um, So it's very interesting though that the things that require an executive order. And so I love the tidbit about the Peace Corps and good for you guys and your new logo. I'm sure it'll be great has it come out yet uh, i don't, don't know i don't know because this article helpfully only includes one logo and i don't know if it's the old one or the new one oh. um but in 1961 president kennedy signed an executive order which governed the process for writing and approving executive orders mm. and he dictated that the yeah. left margin be one and a half inches okay which is but just the left margin of executive orders? Of executive orders. And he had to sign an executive order. So did he say anything about the right margin at uh, all? It doesn't say, but it, I believe it. the right was one inch because George W. Bush updated that order in 2016. I mean, sorry, in 2006. <laughs> okay. And he said, let's scale it back to one inch. Both sides. He said the left side, one inch, which makes me think that the right side was always one inch. Yeah. But when he wrote and signed that order, he left inches plural. So it said the left side is one inches. Uh, that's going to uh, come into so question later. Th- so in 2014, oh, God. Obama signed an executive order changing one inches to one inch. And I just love all of this. I think it's so nerdy and it's so, so funny. Awesome. And when Will people Trump are come like... come in and sign the executive order that making inch inches acceptable? 
God only knows what's going to happen. But it's just it's just when people say like Obama signs so many executive orders, like he's you know he's changing this world yeah. we live in. It's maybe maybe it's for the better because maybe your past presidents don't know how to pluralize <laughs> so we shit. Have to edit <laughs> past presidents. Yeah, that's funny. Maybe yeah. he's like actually the people who should be mad at him are like his in his internal like style guide people to be like oh i can't believe you made that decision without consulting me like i've been doing all of this this way and he's like now doing this yeah is yep. there there must be a white house style guide right i'm or sure there must america be. style guide Duh. well it's not america's but it's the white house i'm sure that they have a style but guide. but for the executive order is that fall under the white house's communications guidelines or the free world america i guidelines? think that that might the be house. the president's style and then it's fluctuating like a west wing style guide like yeah i think it's mm. who I, and I, that's why it's interesting and why each president can pass these different executive orders <laughs> i'm also sure that obama's not like wait a second do they capitalize internet or not <laughs> and like then he reaches for his style guide and he's like nope lowercase that like he doesn't he's not he's not consulting any style guides yes he is you think so? Yes. All right, good. Well, good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he lives on the street. I bet he that. uses the, uh, <laughs> I, I bet he uses Chicago. Oh, he uh, would. Probably. He would. Mm-hmm. Oh, so mm-hmm. annoying. Are you anti-Chicago style? <laughs> Thanks, Obama. No, I'm not anti. I just think it's a little like, it, it's like funny, kind of. Is like, it, I don't know. Fill me in. What's the difference? They're just like, a, I think they're a little, so people, I think, I mean, I'm not as in the world as other people are, but, like, I think that people think that AP is so slow to catch up to things like, for instance, they just lowercase internet, you know? And it's like, get with the times. No one under 30 understands that you should have to capitalize internet. But I think that Chicago is even slower with that kind of stuff, and they're a little bit more... Hmm technical oh. with things and so all right well sorry i asked that question that was incredibly boring but sorry you were about Cut to talk about something more interesting i don't know chicago that well that's the problem mm. i i know ap mm. but i just know like the jokes about chicago <laughs> is the chicago style guide like the new jersey of uh no. style guides what are they They're is that what like... you do in your stand-up routine chicago style guide jokes <laughs> We have a listener question. Mm. Here is my question. <laughs> what do you think about using words she that aren't really words in emails that and worked. in post? For instance, I always try to type things like ragey. Like, that makes me so ragey. And I know that ragey isn't really a word, but I can never figure out how I'm supposed to spell ragey. Is it R-A-G-Y or is it R-A-G-E-Y? And I don't know how I'm supposed to spell my fake word am i supposed to drop the e so that i follow the grammar rules and the spelling rules or do i just spell it however i want to spell it because i think that it looks better r-a-g-e-y so that's how i usually spell it thank you Alyssa from indiana <laughs> i am such a dork okay thanks bye i say all bets are off right i like that question i mean i think it's like the way that would help people say it correctly mm. is how you should how you should write it if you're doing a fake word. So ragey is her is her example. I, I agree that I would I would keep the E and add the Y because if you dropped the E, 
You wouldn't know what it is, right? You'd be like, raggy. Raggy. Yeah, what's that mean? Would you put a hyphen? Because that's what I would lean towards. So, yeah, I've I've seen before that, like, in that example, maybe you would do rage hyphen Y. Mm. That would be okay, I guess, if that is helpful. One other one that's, like, kind of more common is vacay. Like, Mm. going on vacay, that's, like, not a real word. And people are very... um, hesitant to put the Y on the end of that I think yeah because it's not the, the word. Y is not actually in the part word. of that word yeah um so they do V-A-C-A and that's like vodka. vaca vaca frita I think isn't that like a cow yeah um, there's yeah. a vaca burrito <laughs> yeah at, uh, at uh, Elvis, Elvis yeah. but you need to put that Y good. on the end I tried to give lunch special one to it. a homeless man once and he did not want it <laughs> he had oh. stomach issues oh god I he told me that uh, it was too rich for him. We have a lot of lessons here to be learned. Um, <laughs> that reminds me one time. <laughs> it was just, ha- it was totally uneaten. It was like cut by the restaurant. And I said, don't do it. He was, I we're getting in the half- car and he's halfway down the block. He's like, Morgan, just don't go. <laughs> and I was like, he's not going to work out. And she comes back with the thing in her hand. Like, told you so. My yeah. aunt once tried to give a too rich hoagie. for his blood. My aunt once tried to give a hoagie to a homeless person. He asked, "Is it is it vegetarian?" Which is not a big deal. It's fine. But she was kind of like the homeless or vegetarian. Like, is that a thing now? And so she was like, "No, it's not vegetarian." And he was like, "No, I can't have it." And it was mm, like, she's yeah. like, "Oh, okay." Anyway, so yeah, vacay <laughs> is another one that. Like the why on the end helps you say it the way that you say it in real in real life. But I, I would just probably say like whatever would help someone read it and totally understand the way that you're trying to say it is uh, the best way. There's no hard and fast rules for made up words. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, though. You're already going off the grid. It's not the right term. Yeah, but. I feel like I would never put the why on vacate, but I totally get that I probably should. Otherwise, people are going to be like, the burrito from Elvo's? Mmm. I'm hungry again. Me too. It comes with um really good tortilla soup on the lunch special. Oh, yeah. That lunch For those listeners in good. the Philadelphia area. The lunch special is I recommend good. It. Uh, another tip on Elvis. <laughs> 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 you can get their nachos at half, half order so that you can have them just for what? yourself. Yeah. You can get the half order nachos. Oh, if you're not that hungry? By yourself? If you're just by yourself and you just want the nachos. I eat a lot. So I... You get. God, I would kill for some nachos right now. Me too. God. All right. All right. <laughs> We're going to go eat, folks. Okay, so something else that's uh, kind of funny that I read recently and sent to Morgan was this uh, Business Insider UK article titled the world's top grammarian fears that this punctuation error is becoming standard english (laughs) my first guess was dot 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 yeah oh that's a good one so my dear friends sent this to me on facebook um so it, it starts does this sentence read okay to you it's the way i'm wired comma i'm not about to change if you said no you're right it's a kind of run-on sentence or a run-together sentence. It's an example of a comma splice, which we've talked about in previous episodes, so I'm not going to get into it. But it's basically like when you're taking two independent thoughts and separating them with only a comma, which is not strong enough to separate those two thoughts. You either have yes. to do 
a compound sentence, which is comma and whatever the second thought is, or a semicolon or an M dash or straight up two sentences. And um, I just love, though, this this article about Brian A. Garner, who is this grammar expert across the world. Top grammarian, apparently. Top grammarian. We'll get him on the show get to the bottom of this oh my god we should this should be all we talk about and garner is like fearing like of all the things to fear in the world today he is like can't sleep basically because he is afraid that this is so prevalent that the comma slice is going to become normal and wow. that uh, as language evolves and everything that he is like oh my god it better not evolve into comma splice central because I can't yeah, take it. Yeah, I already feel like run-on sentences are kind of the norm these days. But um, that in particular is interesting. I also think that that sentence you used as an example, what, that's just the way I'm wired. I'm not going to change. Yeah. I feel like that is something that everybody on reality TV says. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you don't know how they're punctuating it. No, we don't, that they speak it. And when they speak it in their mind, they're probably using a comma. So this is a funny quote. More and more people are communicating with comma splices, perhaps in text messages and in email messages. And it could be that comma splices will soon somehow, will soon be somehow considered standard, Garner said. Hmm. I don't think so. I would say over my dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't think so, period. Uh-huh. Or, I would yeah. say over my dead body. M dash. Okay, uh. okay, okay. I'll give so it to you, Garner. Pretty, yeah. Well played, Garner. But <laughs> I, I think that's like pretty funny because it's like, what are the things that like as a grammar expert, as a copy editor, as a writer, that you are like so... Fearful? Fearful that will become normal and you will be the person being like, no. Definitely ellipses. Yeah, they're pretty bad. I like still follow the there's like ellipse so the AP style I guess ellipses for quotes in particular are like if you interrupt a sentence if it's like um, Morgan is so awesome and she has a child and blah 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 like if you just wanted to do Morgan is so awesome and then pick up on another sentence it would be like Morgan is so awesome space dot 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 space to your next one because you haven't let the sentence finish however Mm -hmm. if you did at the end of the sentence if it was just morgan is so awesome period she also whatever it would be morgan is so awesome period space ellipses yeah i have a quick question it's weird when you do use the ellipses perhaps correctly (laughs) space 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 i mean dot 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 (laughs) dot 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 then space or is it dot, 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 letter? I guess, like, what is the kind? Con- so if it's, like, for effect in your, like, mm. um, just wanted you to know. Like, when I do dot, it, dot, I'll dot. go back and forth, and it's straight up visually. Like, what looks better in the email? So what is, like, I think I would still need to know the context of what you're saying. Is there a correct way to do it, or is it, like, the M dash where it's She's telling you it depends on how oh, you're using okay. it. So if it's Sorry. for a quote. I didn't really want I the actually, answer, I guess. Yeah. If it's, like, in, if it's. A quote and you are saying i'm deleting text right now that's the purpose of this ellipses there are real rules and i'm sure there are real rules for well i don't use it correctly so so if you're just using it for effect if you're like 
Um, I guess we'll have to see what happens. Dot, dot, dot. I think there's no space. Hmm. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I don't even know. Like if you would, I guess you would do a space and then start your next sentence if you're starting a new sentence. Okay. I would just caution against that because I, I don't see why you couldn't just use a period in that hmm. instance. Okay, thank you. Okay. That helps. Brian's like, this is so boring. I'm going to This is fascinating. <laughs> just uh, stop doing that. I will. I have stopped. <laughs> Much like many of our listeners that we've offended. And, yeah. Uh, Whatever. Feel Sorry. awkward now because they don't know if they're doing it correctly. But yeah, I'm, I'm one of them. I'm a man of the people. <laughs> don't really know how to write. I'm trying to get better. Trying to learn. Okay, if I were describing to you a miniature cake and the inside is melted and you put powdered sugar on the top and you're at a restaurant and you get and you it's like this little chocolate cake, it's personal size, and you dig your you put your fork in and then the chocolatey inside seeps out. What would you call that? Is it like a volcano? But it's like, I'm mm-hmm. asking you, it's like a volcano. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like a molten lava cake. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 ding. I recently got, I think I might have even gotten an email from James Beard Foundation. <laughs> I, That's awesome. Because, <laughs> you know, as one does, mm-hmm. get on the James Beard list somehow. And I got this email that was like it says eat this word tortino and it's by eat this word they said yeah eat this word 100% don't understand that colon tortino oh there's a colon never mind and it got says it. what then it's like what what capa- what is tortino and then you, and a miniature cake with a melted heart tortino meaning little cake originally hails from italy blah 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 mm-hmm. sweet dessert Melted chocolate folded into a rich batter, individually divided into tins. If baked properly, a thin, crispy crust settles on the outside while the chocolate remains creamy and smooth on the inside. God, I'm so hungry. Yada, yada, (laughs) yada. It is what we have our whole lives known to be a chocolate lava cake. But it's been recently rebranded by James Beard Foundation, by... it's available at the Mississippi Mama's Potluck at the Beard House. Uh, that was in April. Uh, I don't. I don't know what that means, but whatever. <laughs> so, James Beard Foundation was like, no, 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 no. Molten lava cake is trashy. It's from the '80s. Nobody does that anymore. It's like TGI Aww. Fridays. We eat tortino. <laughs> Linda looks sad about TGI Fridays when you said that. I worked there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yes. She also worked at Chi Chi's. I did. Mm. But not in the 80s, like the late 90s, right? No, like the no. 2000s. <laughs> it would have been childhood. Oh, either. you're an adult millennial. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this whole thing. So they changed the name to Torch. Cracked me up that James Beer Foundation wanted to like do this article to promote their whatever potluck that they Lucky have. their massive email list now knows what to call it. Right? <laughs> uh, and it just cracked me up. And I, would, the, I feel like this is super, co- I feel like this is super common in restaurant and food publications. Mm-hmm. It's always recycling old shit 
and being like, oh, it's exciting, you know, to like eat it's vegetables new, yeah. and whatever. <laughs> but they have to come up with new words for it to to make it exciting. Uh, it, it, I guess it's you could say could be said for fashion. It's just the same stuff. Oh, right. Like one thing in fashion that I feel like I actually don't even know the word for this type of pants because I feel like I've known it by so many different jodper. <laughs> like the it's like cropped pants. So cropped is one. Okay. Like a but they're like pedal capri. pushers. Capri. Pedal pushers. Ankle. I feel like they're called ankle. Yeah. Um there's a, like is it like crab crab something? <gasps> crab digger. Crab diggers. Yep. Yeah. So that's like all the names for just short mm-hmm. pants. Mhm. Yeah. Or if you're Morgan and me yeah. regular pants just regular pants that aren't long <laughs> enough for your weird ass long legs yeah <laughs> basically yeah if i see anything branded as a ankle you're like yeah. well that'll come up to my knees <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I'm like oh shorts cool <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i know i had to explain to a woman in this store the other day i was like listen i'm looking for pants that go just above my ankle but don't give me any ankle pants. I need your regular white pants <laughs> that would go just be- above my ankle because your ankle pants are going to go like halfway up my calves. <laughs> oh, yeah. But so that's like one. I don't even know. What is the current term? Is it ankle? I don't I don't I don't know what the <laughs> what the fashionistas are saying, <laughs> but I highly doubt it's Capri. Yeah, not Capri. That's too, uh, yeah, too antiquated now. But anyway, cropped Capri. Well, cropped is not right either. Cropped, maybe crops and ankle pants. I just googled ankle pants. The first thing that comes up is crops. The pixie mid-rise ankle pants. Ankle pants. Yeah, like ankle pants is a thing. People are okay. saying it. It's ankle pants. <laughs> well, there's also the case of like companies changing their names or or whatever to be more um consumer friendly mm-hmm. basically so like whatever their original name was um you know has changed so we found this article on cnbc.com um and they list a couple companies famous companies that originally had different names so i'll just read a couple of them that are kind of funny i think um so quantum computer services. Mm-hmm. Brian, do you know it? No. No. AOL. Uh Ooh, America Online. So another one is Backrub. No space <laughs> between Backrub, capital R. Ew. Google. Isn't that so weird? That's so weird. Back in 1996, the world's number one search engine was created under the name Backrub. But capital B, capital R, no space. That makes me not want to have a Backrub. Stay away. Yeah. Um, Sound of Music turned into Best Buy. That's just hilarious. And obviously they were like, hi, you can't name your store Sound of Music. That's a thing, (laughs) dum-dums. And then Best Buy, like where do you go? How Hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Research in Motion became Blackberry. Oh, that's weird. I love this one. Brad's Drink. (laughs) 
That's just like your weird uncle. Yeah. Who you like go to his house. He's like, who wants some bread drink? Like like lemonade with tequila or something. In like the tub or something. Yeah. Pepsi Cola. That's freaking weird. Yeah. Ew. I didn't even think. When was Pepsi Cola invented? Wait, let me go up and see if it says. Back in 1893, a North Carolina pharmacist named Caleb Bradham. Oh, okay. Started experimenting. Because I was like, Brad was not a name in the 1800s. Nobody was like named Brad. Yeah. (laughs) Right. In 1898, Brad's drink was renamed to Pepsi Cola. Oh, my God. Hey, yo, Brad. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want. You want to play stickball, Brad? Reminds me of 90210. Was anyone named Brad in 90210? I don't know, but it's such <laughs> not an old-timey name. Yeah. It's like, yo, Brad, you want to cross the Oregon Trail? <laughs> <laughs> like, only if it was, like, the computer game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, Blue Ribbon Sports was ne- became Nike. Hmm. Weird. Uh, computer computing tabulating recording corporation. Whoa, I, that's yeah. a mouthful. IBM. Hmm. Pete's Super Submarines. <laughs> Subway. Good. Yes. You're so smart. Stag Party. Playboy. Weird. Hugh Hefner invented it, right? Is he like British or Canadian? Isn't isn't the stag mm. like? Hugh Hefner has said that he wanted to call his magazine Stag Party, but instead changed it to Playboy as a last-minute decision. I didn't think Stag Party was an American I wanted to call the magazine Stag Party, influenced by a cartoon book that I had. I was looking for a male figure of some kind, and I thought of an animal in a tuxedo will set us apart. (laughs) Yeah, that's what set you apart, you dumb fuck. I'm just kidding. I don't even know why I got so angry right there. Well, because that was a stupid thing to say. And then they ended up with a, a, a rabbit. Yeah. It's it, whatever. Boobs set you apart, Hugh. Boobs. Oh, one month before publishing, Hefner received a letter from Stag Magazine saying that the name was an infringement on their title. He quickly changed the name to Playboy. Well, uh, good for him. All right. Jury's Guide to the World Wide Web. No. Yahoo. That's the last one. Who's Jerry? Seinfeld. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did Jerry Seinfeld invent Yahoo? Oh, my God. Co-founders Jerry Yang. And David Philo were PhD students at Stanford when they created what would become one of the world's largest search engines. Yahoo! Jerry's guide was soon... Joe Morgan did the original uh, voiceover for that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's why I'm so rich right now. Uh, Jerry's guy was soon renamed to Yahoo, which stands for yet another hierarchical officious oracle. You are kidding me. It's awesome. Yahoo stands for something? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yahoo. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow again. That's not what I know. <laughs> so, Wait, I think it stands for you all have other opinions. Okay. Oh, all right. Um, that was mediocre. I can tell by this. Let me hear this, yours. I got nothing. I can tell by this uh, write-up that CNBC, if they were following their style guide, do not agree with doing the exclamation, exclamation point on Yahoo. Hmm. I thought you had to do it because that's what they do. Some style guides say if... 
companies put in weird ass things like exclamation points in their <laughs> names, you do not have to follow that. Just like some style guides. Well, then I shouldn't have to follow a lot of things in the world. Yeah. Some style guides, most style guides actually say that if a company does all caps, mm-hmm. um, you don't have to. But if you say it as one word, so like just say Fox, mm-hmm. the news organization, mm-hmm. they do all caps F-O-X. Mm-hmm. But since you say it Fox and not F-O-X, you can oh. lowercase O-X. But there are so many organizations like mbc you're not going to do and right you well, yeah because that stands for something yes well so does so do other ones but what you does would, fox stand for i don't know what fox does but like oh. there nothing because x what what is family of xenophobes yeah xenophobes. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but there are other ones that do stand for stuff but they do like but they say their name. I, I can't even like think of one right now. But there are all caps. and But you huh. don't have. If you say it as a word, you don't have to do all caps. But the company gets upset. That's well. all. Hmm. Hmm. We got a listener submission with Ooh. a link to a BuzzFeed article. Oh, nice. And it's 21 pieces of handwriting so perfect. They're borderline erotic. Oh. Mm. Handwriting. Can you even do that anymore? Mm. Mm. Do they even do that? Handwriting. Mm. Erotic. Okay. That's enough. (laughs) Gross. You found a little grossed out by that? (laughs) Everyone, pause. Go take a shower and then come Mm -hmm. back. Go change your underwear. Take another shower. (laughs) Multiple showers, then come back. They like it. We're gonna get a lot of fan mail. <laughs> so, as much as I love in fan mail, <laughs> as much as I love this link that I've been sent, it's so visual that I don't we can't think, even talk about it. We oh. can't even talk about it. But I am going to post a link to it on the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash drunk word nerds, and on the show notes. And it'll be in the show notes, drunkwordnerds.com. Um, I feel like handwriting is just such a lost art. Like Not lost if you look at these 20. Well, O-M-J. Like, think about the alphabet right now. Okay. Can you, Done. No, like each letter, I mean. <laughs> oh, wait. Can you do the cursive for Done. each Not capital. Letter? No. Yeah. I love that you're like, well, not capital, obviously. Yeah, you can do it. I have all the lowercase down pat. T F Q. I get confused. What about J? What? Think about the yeah, capital yeah, J. J. Yeah, yeah. J. You know the capital J. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think that's the hardest one, probably. What? What's wrong with no. you, adult millennials? I think it's <laughs> J's easy. <laughs> no, it's it's not hard to do. I'm saying it's hard to remember because you don't oh. use it that often. No, I can't. I can't do T F Q. I'm telling you, I get confused. Something about those three they meld in my mind. Well, T. Like looks. Oh, Q. No one does Q. Oh, because Q looks like a, a two. two. Yeah. But don't you guys do yeah. non-script first capital letter and then script? Like yeah, that. I mean, What's that I called? Is there, is there a name for that? Uh, it's stupid. <laughs> it's called hybrid <laughs> okay, handwriting. Hybrid. Is that a real thing? No, I just made it up. Oh. Yeah. And trademarked it in that <laughs> brief period of time. <laughs> yeah, we like heard from our lawyers. You got a hustle, man. <laughs> So I just think it's like, yeah, obviously handwriting. I mean, 
cursive. Linda, remember that time when you coerced our mutual friend into handwriting your wedding invitations? Yeah, and then I would send some back that weren't good enough. <laughs> what a bitch. What an asshole. No, it was seriously because there would be like something wrong on it. But like, yeah, I was basically like, I can hire someone to... So I didn't need it to be like, oh, I need calligraphy or whatever. But I wanted it to be like nicer than my like dumbass handwriting because I like write like an eight-year-old boy. Like I'm a bad bad hand writer uh yeah sorry yeah super sexist and every time linda has to write a card to somebody like a birthday card or a mother's day card or a thank you card <laughs> she pre-writes it on a totally similarly sized piece of paper to practice and it's then not she that puts the it paper in the card. is similarly sized i just write it in a similarly similar size space what so, like i don't go if <laughs> if it's wider i don't go past the size of the card so amazing <laughs> that's because i bad handwriting and like i also mess up my letters a lot of times so i have some it's like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> whatever so obviously I she needed to outsource the wedding invitations because she would have had to do them all at least twice <laughs> yeah, i would have i would have spent a lot of money on envelopes but like no he has amazing amazing handwriting he was like known for it in our in our office when we both worked for him mm-hmm. or worked with him and um it was such a oh, such a great gift that they gave me because i was like god am i gonna have to like i'm not gonna i don't want to hire like a calligrapher i want to hire someone who just like has good handwriting <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to pay somebody real money yeah so instead i paid him in hugs and thank yous oh yeah that's adorable nice. that's really nice mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so I just feel like that the uh, penmanship situation is a, it's a lost art these days. Like, do they even still teach it in school? Do you guys know? I don't know. We'll find out soon enough when yeah. our child goes to real school. Uh, but I have no idea. Yeah, cursive writing, that's crazy. It's like what would be the point kind of? I mean, otherwise, just to learn how to sign your name. Yeah, which my but, name always looks different, no matter what. Like, I'm really? always, every time I sign it, it looks different. I'm like, well, if I'm I just ever... going to have to do, like, fingerprint, like, in the yeah. future. You're just going to be like, and, yeah. Oh, it's like, today I had to get in my bank account for something, and, like, I was on a computer instead of on my phone. And I was like, I don't know what any of my passwords are, because I usually just use my thumbprint to get into my bank accounts. Oh, my <laughs> so God. So it's like, I have no idea what I did when I set this up. And, yeah, I don't know. But it will be interesting to see how that evolves because it's, like, a nice thing. I remember – but I remember, like, at the – you know, my grandmother had really nice penmanship, but, like, old school. Yeah. And, like, to the point where I couldn't read what she wrote, though, sometimes. Because it was, like, so nice. Really? And and it was just, like – I would have to give it to my mom and be like, what does this word say? Like, I could read most of it, but sometimes she would use, like, funny words or letters. Maybe it was just, like, a throwback to, like, how penmanship, like, used to be when she went to school or something. But I don't know. Hmm. It, uh, it's nice, though. It's a it's a breath of fresh air when you see some nice penmanship. Oh, yeah. I love it. I've, I don't I love remember it. the last I time love, I've seen, um, like, an all- Cursive. Note. I love chalk signs outside of stores that are really beautifully written. Oh yeah, well that's mm. like an art form. Yeah, good stuff. Love it. I love when they're funny. That too. 
Another, you're killing me right now. (laughs) Doing a 45 degree lean away from the microphone to take a swig of beer so nobody hears it. And it's good for you guys, but it's super distracting for me. Sorry. (laughs) It was just really funny. I really do. I like lean over like a a moron. Yeah. (laughs) I enjoy it. Uh, so you also sent me a great article uh, from the NewYorker.com mm-hmm. by Emma Rathbone, who is super funny, yeah. and I recommend reading everything she's ever written. Yeah, uh, she has just she just has these hilarious satirical pieces, and I know that she has a book coming out this summer because I actually heard her interviewed on Throwing Shade, which is a podcast that I constantly bring up but they have the best guests and she's super funny and I know she has a book coming out this summer so everybody should read that but she wrote this newyorker.com newyorker.com piece called what XOXO really means and it's just a great throwback to the podcast we did a few weeks ago about email sign offs I was about to say wait was I drunk or did we already do this (laughs) We already did this. It and is we funny already, as a side note that sometimes when Morgan and I re-listen to the podcast, we're like, God, I don't remember talking about that. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. interesting, insightful. <laughs> <laughs> News to me. <laughs> what are those what are those funny girls talking about? It's like listening to strangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. So Emma Rathbone's guide is satirical and hilarious and not as uh, the business insider piece that we read was, you know, about being professional and was based on surveys. And this is just, um, this is just her making jokes, but it, it's great. And it's, I'll just read a couple excerpts and then you should look up the whole thing. Cause it's really funny, but it says XOXO contrary to popular belief. This does not mean hugs and kisses. If any, what? if anything, it's intended to convey light affection, like a pat on the butt from a Texan aunt. <laughs> you shouldn't take it as anything more. Mm. XOX. This indicates full throbbing sexual desire. Oh my god! <laughs> the person who signs off this way is hoping that you'll picture her naked silhouette playing the saxophone in some mist. Oh my god! I believe that. I love this. All the best. When a person signs off this way, she truly wants the best for you. Not only that, but she is talented, graceful, and tolerant, and knows exactly how to do everything from parallel parking to processing a squash. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds like someone to have around. Yours. No one knows what the hell this means. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. This is completely sarcastic. <laughs> I exclusively I use thanks. Peace out. Best. This person probably has an earring in the shape of a turtle <laughs> and tries to get everyone to notice it. Oh my God. Wait a second. Do you I have one say of those? peace all the time. And I, right now, I'm wearing lion earrings. I know they're not <laughs> turtles, but. Also, Linda likes toe rings. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, wait, I was just. I w- I still love toe rings. I don't have them because sometimes I wear shoes that like pinch my toes and. I would have to take them on and off. And the great thing about toe rings back when I used to wear them is that I never took them off. I wore them all the time in water, in the shower. I never took them off. And I was just on vacation, as uh, some of you know, uh, a little bit ago. And I was on a train. 
in Italy. And I saw this one. I was standing and I looked down and I see this woman who's sitting and she has a toe ring on. I was seriously <laughs> staring at her feet for like a good five minutes being like, God, I really got to get back into toe rings, man. Like, I love <laughs> toe rings. And I was like, this woman has like a great toe ring on. I was wearing ankle bracelets for a while as like a substitute. I don't love them as much. Like, I'll, I'll wear them, but my husband... My husband broke my last one by accident. <laughs> accident? Yeah. Was it an accident? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to get back into toe rings. I forget why this came up, but it's, Turtle a, it's a good lesson. Turtle peace out. <laughs> peace out. Toe rings. Peace out. <laughs> great reviews and i wish that you would leave some so go to drunkwordnerds.com slash review reviews just review just review and we which takes you just to itunes then you got to figure out the rest it's not hard morgan's mom figured it out my mom did it guys you can do it yeah don't be an idiot and figure out how to leave us a review leave a good one despite the fact that i just called you an idiot Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know any better, so whatever. and we would really appreciate it. And if you have a question, send it to us at drunkwordnerds at gmail.com. Or you can call us. The numbers on the website, drunkwordnerds.com. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it on the air, just like Alyssa. And follow us on social media. Drunkwordnerds. Peace, Peace out. <laughs> Peace out. Turtle earring. <laughs> Toe ring. Love toe rings, guys. <laughs> Don't hate. They're so attractive. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a riveting production.